Anchor has always allowed me to become an original by creating a podcast right from my home. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a whole podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, hello. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you guys? Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm excited that you're here. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. How are you doing tonight? Happy hump day. Great. Thank you so much for joining me on OpenYourEars.com. You guys can join me on Open Your Ears. I have with me tonight Miss Noella Faye. She is available on Instagram platform. You guys can check her out on all social media platforms at the conservative whore. Miss Noella, please let them know what the acronym stands for. Sure. Horse stands for working hard on riches and egos. Oh, right. Yes, I love that. All right. Thank you so much. I was so glad. So excited. I'm more excited than you. I mean, you seem so calm. I'm extremely ecstatic here. And I've been drinking a little Jose, you know. Well, it's okay, girl. I got asthma, so I can't be getting hyped too much. I got asthma, girl. I got to, you know, oh, got to, I got to take my days really hyped, because then I got, you know, with my asthma pumping all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I know you personally. So, guys, she has a mistress series, guys. You can find her on Amazon. She is called The Happy Mistress. She has volume one, two, and three. She also has a few interviews if you guys want to google search or youtube her uh i watched one it's called the uh, brooklyn exposure where she meets with miss the host miss shante i believe is her name and mm-hmm. it's no miss faye we're going to call you miss faye miss faye okay, miss faye basically discusses her book guys i feel you guys check it out it's an easy read it's about a 90 page read she's also available not only uh on amazon under their books but she's also available with amazon kindle also so miss noella yes what, yes what intrigued you what put what what was placed on your mind and your consciousness to want to write a book about, you know, men, wives, marriage, relationships. The whole concept of the happy mistress came about, um, I don't know how old the generation is, but I'm old as hell, okay? And at one point, Tiger Woods had a mistress and she was really distraught about, I guess, whatever was going on. And I just got fed up. I said, why are these women coming out telling all these secrets? Like, I mean... If you're dealing with somebody else's man or woman, like, why do you feel obligated that something is entitled to you once it's over with? Like, you should never have the mind frame that something that belongs to somebody else is yours. So I couldn't figure it out. So I wrote a book about it. Okay. I mean, and I have my ex. I just like this is, this is, I'm going to need to shed a good light on this situation here. So that's what the idea came up from um, originally with the book. You know, when it first came out, the publication, I was putting a lot of stuff out there. But I was like, no, no, let me just keep with the secrets of it. So that's where the book came from. Yeah, and it seemed like the 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 article, well, not the article, what I saw on YouTube, it seems like the lady was more so trying to find secrets to keeping the husband away from mistresses and it's like she was still trying to get you to open up and 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 express and tell like these secrets but i was all watching on instagram oprah winfrey had this platform of men 
who had cheated, who had mistresses and they were in a relationship. One gentleman was in a relationship for maybe a year. And, you know, that's usually when it's still fresh and new. And it was more so not that he was having sex with the woman, but more so his wife worked too much. And it was the attention that he sought out that he wasn't getting because his wife was working 40 plus shifts and she traveled at work. So it actually came from them having a child together and him Mm-hmm. Hang, you know him hooking up with the daycare provider it went from the daycare oh, provider saying you. that oh the baby is cute to you know and him feeling like he wanted attention and I thought that that was a female thing that we usually usually would seek out if we felt like we needed attention but it was actually in his scenario that was his whole life that it was because he wasn't getting the attention that he longed for from his wife and then there was one lady um, who, you know, wanted to see how the mistress looked, wanted to know if she was beautiful, if she was a sex goddess. And one of the guys who um, had been cheating on his wife, it was, a like I said, it was a panel different, of different men. So one guy was just like, uh, why does the woman get so angry at the other woman and not at the man, the husband? And the wife said that she didn't want to look at her husband as being the enemy in the household, in her bedroom, the one she loved so much. And so she placed all her frustrator, her frustration and all her anger on the women. I never well, that's why I broke it down in like three, in three books. Because in the first book, I talk about it, even though, don't get me wrong, when I wrote, when I wrote my first book, um, I was married. I mean, I'm still married, happily separated with an engagement, two boyfriends and one on the side waiting. You know, I'm, I've never been short on proposals. But what I do is I break it down. In my first book, I broke it down as a mistress and how you need to keep yourself. Because in the book, I explained that, you know, a lot of times men aren't cheating for sex. A lot of times that's the last thing on men's mind when it comes to stepping out. You know, in the second book, Secrets of a Happy Wife, I break down what you need to be aware of as a wife. And a lot of that in that book was a wife understanding that your man is just that, your man. You're not the man. And there are things that just because they are men, it's not fair to think that they don't need it. Like attention. Like men are are actually more sensitive than women. You know, so you have to think about it in that way. In the third book of A Happy Marriage, I have I wrote the book actually with my husband. So you get to hear a man's part as well, you know, uh, discussing um, feelings that that we don't discuss um, as women when it pertains to men. You know, and that's basically what my series focuses a lot too. like we are such strong women, but we we are becoming of such strong women that we forget that that's what men are for. So that that's that's how I look at and it. I you know, that, a lot of women they get married, and I'm and they I forget. apologize to interrupt. It's just I don't want to lose the train of uh, my frame of thought. And I think that was the whole controversy about what Fantasia mentioned when she was like, "Be submissive," and you know, she spoke about you know godliness, and her and her husband spoke about you know. Uh, the relationship and the respect for the man and the woman and Fantasia just said, you know, basically what you just said, you know, let the man be the man. And then I think a lot of yeah, females... Like, the hell, the man, the man, anyway? I don't even know who raised these people. I don't even know where <laughs> these holders from. I mean, I understand being an independent woman, but I ain't never been her. I'm going to need somebody to wash my damn car. <laughs> I'm going to need somebody to change the battery. Listen, my father raised me, like, if you have men in the house, like, I don't even know what it is to take out garbage. I'm so upset when my sons are not home because I'm like, you mean I got to take out the garbage? Like, now? <laughs> like, these are things that are foreign to me. So I don't understand why in the hell a woman wants to be the man. It's hard being the man. I don't even think women should work certain jobs. So I don't even know if I'm the right person to have this damn conversation. I'm going to need women to be women. That's why our men are so messed up because we're not staying. We don't know how to have power and be women. We got to have power and be men. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm, I, I advocate for women, um, alpha submissive women, you know, so that's a total different ball game. I'm not an alpha female, um, dominant. I'm not her. 
I don't want to be her. Yeah, because then you'll forever be single. You'll forever be alone. I mean, well, no, because I think it's some it's it's it's, it's someone, you know, what, what I do get out of is we have to there is somebody for everyone. Now I'm on all the all the dating sites, okay? Christian Mingle, uh uh POF, uh uh dateline, datematchmeet.com, Cupid. I'm on so many different sites, and I'm gonna tell you, you would be really amazed at how many men want to be dominated. And a couple of weeks following, if you follow me, you know what you do, you will see the posting because I'm coming out with another little book and I'll be posting all of my little dating um, chat dates and, you know, everything that I go through and my experiences on, um, on dating online. But there is a huge amount of men that want to be dominated. And because of my profile status and what I say, they think I'm a doc. Girl, I got people hit me talking about just beat me. <laughs> no, nigga, beat you for no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't I write books. I don't beat nobody. I don't do that. I don't uh uh-uh. I don't do that. Uh, okay, that's but yeah, uh. there there are men, you know. I mean, I don't want to be that woman, like I said, you know, I, and I have females that are dominant um alpha females, and I and it's so uncomfortable you know, when they are with their mates, because it's, to me, certain things can come off um, as disrespectful. And that really is your upbringing, the men that you've been brought up by, you know what I'm saying, what they deem. So certain things that I wouldn't do, I wouldn't say to my man, because I think you can insult uh, um, someone's manhood or, or male's manhood, or you can demasculate, demasculate them very quickly, you know? So we have to be sensitive of that. You know, it's, it's always thing of, we can't, can we be defeminized? Not really, but be, we can, you can definitely demasculate a man. I don't think you can really make a woman feel less of a woman. Like we're just too powerful for that. But I think definitely that 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 can be taken away from a man, his his malehood, you know? I, I, I agree, I agree. And you know what, you got me thinking about um, Killer Mike. He had a Netflix uh, special and um, what he did was he did some research and it basically stated that um, I can't remember the number with the statistic, but basically more unemployed people turn to, you know, porn sites. And um, so what he did was he uh, had an institute put together a educational program and he met up with a cam girl, his, him and his staff. I'm not sure if you saw it. I can't think of the name. But it is on Netflix. And basically he met with the girl and she talked about things like this. Like um, one guy, he was rubbing his penis on the carpet and it bled. And he was like, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> because um, she, well, you know, I she, mean, well, now you get into the different, you know, I don't I don't you know, some of these fetishes are really, really crazy. And that's another thing that I found during my years of, um, you know, because, I, you know, I'm the type of person I've. I've done and I've tried a lot of things just so that when I talk shit about it I, I know that my talking shit is coming from a place of truthfulness mm-hmm. and um, sincerity not just pettiness okay so I did escorting for a little bit and most of my clientele were older men black and white and the the main thing that the reason why they were stepping out not because they wanted something new or exciting but more so they were from a different era so a lot of things their wives either a weren't going to do or two they didn't want their wives to do because they held them in a certain light because of the era that they grew up in you understand what i'm saying somebody 70 70 years old they're not really going to understand the concept of um getting their ass licked okay let's let's just keep it real okay they mm-hmm. wasn't doing that if they was doing it they was doing it like way in the dark only like once a month every four months, nobody knew. So, you know, when people, they have this, um, they got this misconception, mis- misconception that, that these, um, that these things are, are new or, or they are, uh, you know, wild or whatever. No, it's just that some men and some women, they're just not going to do it. So they're going to have to go outside their home, you know? And then people don't talk about, you know, how many women, I mean, how many wives know versus how many wives claim they don't know? Like, ain't nobody stupid. That's, you know, I listen to your show, Can Men Cheat or Black Men Cheat? You mm-hmm. really can't be cheated on. 
you can like for real like that's just a myth and i want everybody to stop saying that for 2020 that you can be cheated on if you know your partner if you're in tune with yourself and you're being honest with yourself you're being honest with your partner then you can't be cheated on you can have preventive um, cheating preventive cheating as i call it um conversations right but see that's the thing sometimes we like and i say this in my book we like to complain about the afterward instead of finding the solution before there's a problem how many people really talk about sex um if, if one or the other person can't can't perform sex once they're married say a car accident say health reasons you wake up one day and your man can't stand up what happens um, what happens if it's no longer a choice for sex like people don't think about that on top of why are you still marrying for sex only that's right. why people Where's need to stay dating and stuff reasons attracted you to the person what the, what, because after sex like I said what happens or you know a lot of people and I talk about this in my third book you know a lot of people oh I get married because you know this person was so beautiful this that and the third you know how many articles I've ran across, especially in foreign places? Niggas will divorce you because their baby came out different looking. Or because, I don't like to use the ugly word, I can't go to hell, okay? I don't <laughs> use the word. You're I different. Don't call nobody you're different. <laughs> yeah, they look different, okay? Look different, you know, or, or, or you've hidden yourself all your life because a lot of y'all like to wear cake and bake. You know, everybody likes the cake and bake. But when you take that stuff off, and you have, I'm going to say, I don't know, you have dark spots or something. Mm-hmm. The husband's never seen it before. You know, imperfect or, or or whatever, they are part of you. You know, there's a lot of women, or even let me take it to something like weed. I, I talk about it in my book. I had a, um, a client for like over five years and her husband had never seen her real hair. He always thought the weed was her hair. So what would happen if he just happened to wake up one day and you ain't got that weave in? It's a scary thought. So I don't know. There are many reasons why people step out, but I don't believe that you can be cheated on. I believe that people are scared to ask questions. So that fear keeps the relationship stagnated. Just period. You know what? That's true. It's so true. (laughs) Because like I have my little dirt that I do, you know, I'm single, you know, by choice though. You know, I've chosen to be single because... Now I'm afraid to 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 date because now I'm finding guys who really like me who talk about commitment and like you said people are afraid to have these real adult conversations and now that these guys are coming to me I don't know if they playing a game or not so now I'm finally you know like I'm finally not green anymore like now I feel like everybody playing a game so now that these like I had one guy he sounded like a female he was like I don't want to be a flame. <laughs> And it's like, I wasn't ready for that. I was just ready. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to screw them. Some of these fools say that, and they just say that because it's, it's a quicker way to get into the draw. So, yeah, some of them are playing. But the, the way that I find if people are serious or not, especially on dating lines, I ask them, what, what demons do they love? Like drugs, sex, money, things like that. Is that what you mean by that? Yeah, basically, like, what, 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 what? You know, everybody, when they meet people, they want to see the beauty in things. They want to see, oh, what are the things you like? Meet somebody and ask them, what's the shit you don't like, though? Right. Ask, ask the person when you meet them, like, like for instance, I know I'm inconsistent in the beginning. So I don't have, I was like, listen, they were like, oh, you are beautiful, Faye. Da-da-da-da-da. Why are you single? I'm like, because I talk too much. I throw tantrums. And at any given time, I could be really inconsistent. And I could be a mimic. If you're having a bad day and you don't know how to express it, I like to play. So what I'm going to do is now I'm going to mimic you and I'm going to have a bad day too. And I'm really might not be having a bad day. I'm just doing it because that's how you're acting. So you need to see how it feels. So maybe you'll change your attitude because I'm not into changing people. I'm into growing with Mm. people. You know what I'm saying? You can't force nobody to change. So if you start treating people immediately how they treat you and you can see their reaction, either the A, they're going to switch up because they don't like it or they're really mean inside and there's something dark and sinister about them. And they're going to keep it that way because they don't want to grow. They really don't want to be with somebody and they don't want to share their life with it. And those people need to be left alone. Right. They have their, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a certain. You tell somebody, oh, it's like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I just love, I love your, you know, somebody said shape. 
honey, I wear a whole waist trainer. So now what? <laughs> you oh, you open and honest. You up front, like you said, like you right. are. Right. I'm I got on three bras right now. Nothing. Gravity has taken hold. So I don't want you to look and say I look good because there's a lot going on here. You know, I, the face looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But, you know, I don't want you to look at the body because I didn't did some altering before I came out tonight. <laughs> that, wow. And, you know, I'm still growing and it's been a, I've been single for about four years. So, like I mentioned earlier, now when guys come to me and like I had one guy, he was like, so we're just going to be, you know, fucking or you trying to be with me and shit. I was like, huh? <laughs> Is that how you act? Well, that happens. And that's, I'm, yeah, I mean, in today's age, they do. But I believe the way you start is the way you finish. And that's, you know, when you're getting into, if you are, you know, you talk about marriaging and, and everything, I think that you have to be very honest. There's so many people that get married and a lot of times either divorce, you know, sometimes the voice ends and you get the person, oh, but I didn't know this person. That's just stupid ass to be married to my 20 years and you and you think you know, but you have no idea and you're too, too scared mm-hmm. to ask. A lot of the unknown in marriages or relationships is just out of fear of either not wanting to ask or not wanting to tell. And I think also rejection, like even though people are already married or like the ones, like you said, that that, that think about it, the commitment is it, rejection. Because I feel like but you got to think about it. Like what? Sorry to cut you off. You got to think about it. Like what? 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 What is the fear of the re- of rejection? You know, I was at a um, event and I asked the question. I said. You know, the young lady said, just like a lot of people do, you know, I don't know everything about my husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know what the hell you talk about because I know everything about my damn husband. I know everything about my husband. He's not even with me. <laughs> you understand? Like, I don't I don't know what that is. Like when when I met my husband, we had a situation, you know, he was able to tell me he didn't like the way I smelled. I had to fix that. I mean, I was young, but granted that right there, that's still that there's nothing else. There should be no fear or should be no type of fear of rejection from the person that you choose to lay down with. That shit is insane. It makes no sense. Yeah, people. How are you? Sense. How are you scared to express anything? And you late. You ain't scared when y'all naked and y'all fucking. Right. So how are you scared to tell a person anything? You you whether it's gain weight or like my husband's biggest rule for our house is don't let someone come and tell me about my life. Period. Mm. so I didn't want that to happen so we didn't we didn't have secrets they were and he didn't keep any I don't care how harsh it was even when I gained weight he was like listen this 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 right here is not going to work for me okay this is I I don't know what's going on here but uh somebody gotta fix it (laughs) when it was time for me to decide for my husband to step out because I did I allowed him to step out of our marriage because I could no longer perform any type of oral sex okay let me tell you something I just knew that I had lockjaw all right I've been with my husband since like 17 18 years old so uh let me tell you something that's a long time to be working on somebody's genitalia all right I felt like you know I needed that it was a job so for me it was like either my jaw is gonna fall off or I'm gonna have to let somebody else help me with this duty of this oral right here. And that's what I had to do. It was a very mature um, decision, but it was a decision decision that I was comfortable with and my husband was comfortable with because you can't take something away from somebody because you don't like it and don't have a way for them still to have satisfaction. And you're purposely taking it away. What was it for me to say, okay, I'm not going to suck your dick no more, but I'm going to need you to scratch that and never think about it again. That's not even logically, that doesn't even logically make sense. We are adults. We're not children. We're not, we're adults, you know, and we need to treat people, uh, we need to treat each other as humans first, even in a relationship. Forget that one person's a man or woman or this is their title. Treat people as humans as we are and give that person that consideration. Men have feelings too. You know, it's just that they don't express them or they or or nine times out of ten, they don't care like we care. They don't care about our shoes and they only care about it because we care about it. The stuff that they care about, we don't understand it. And we don't understand it enough or a lot of us women are not curious enough to ask and find out. 
A lot of our men wake up every day and they are so baffled about life. They're so confused, but they can't tell nobody because they're supposed to be men. Hell no, I don't want to be no damn alpha woman. I got to be there for me as a man. And I hate when a guy tell me, uh, like, I hate when, when and like you said, men want to be men. They want to show this toughness, this masculinity. Um, I had a friend tell me, uh, how did he word it? Basically, he didn't. He was like he he got he cared about me, but he got a hard time expressing himself. But I can see it written on his face. I can hear the the the, the shaking in his voice. I can I can I can see you know I can see certain things about his behavior that let me know how he feel for real without him really saying too much. And you know, so I I, I can I can attest to that not being a man, but yeah, that men have a hard time expressing themselves and trying to get you to read who they are. At yeah, time. you have to. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you really have to pay attention, you know, and it's just like anything. Uh, me coming from a, uh, with the psych- a, a degree in psychology, I have learned to assess a whole situation. You know, women aren't the only um, beings getting raped. You know, they're not the only beings that, you know, have had to take care of brother or, or just had a traumatic childhood or a traumatic journey, you know? There are men out there that have, if not went through the same things, you know, just as worse as some women. So when you're, when, when I don't think, cause I know for a long time, I didn't think about what the hell a man goes through. Cause that's not what my father really taught me until later on. You know, he, you didn't tell me that, oh, well, when you go into a situation you think about a man, no, that's not what the fuck I'm supposed to think about. I'm supposed to think about if he can provide and protect me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else is secondary, you know? But, you know, after taking up my studies and you learn, everybody needs, everybody's situation has to be assessed, you know, because sometimes there are reasons for people to act the way they act, not to be non-trusting or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, and it's also about, like I said, there's somebody for everybody. So why wouldn't you ask, these are questions that need to be asked or barriers that need to be broken before you commit to somebody. That's why I say, what are your demons? Okay, you don't like to express yourself. How can we get past that? I had a, a dude I was dealing with and I wanted to make him, you know, one of my boyfriends. I really did, but he didn't pass the test. And that basically was, there was a situation where someone said hello to me outside or they said, hey, boo. And I think I said, hey, boo, back, whatever. Long story short, it really bothered this person. But when I brought it up to this person so we could open up the floor, his thing was, oh, ain't nothing, there's nothing wrong with me this and third. I was like, but clearly there is something. And I'm asking you, you know, and I realized right then and there that number one, that wasn't, that wasn't a course that he was used to taking. You know, like I said, a lot of people like the after effects of, or they like the damage and then they want to do damage control afterwards versus preventive maintenance. You know, I was asking him, I was asking questions like, well, what do you like or what do you don't like? Or are you going to have a problem? Is this a problem with just that person? Or is this a problem with all males? Because I'm in the public eye. So are we going to have a problem when I go out and somebody hugs me? Or are you going to feel away? You know, and he didn't really want to discuss it. Well, that was my cue that I couldn't deal with him because I'm not trying to deal with anybody, especially at my age. You know, and in, anybody shouldn't deal with anybody that doesn't want to open up and talk or express themselves for you to think that you're going to have a relationship with somebody and they're not going to know a when something upsets you when you're mad about something you know when something ruffles your feathers and you're sitting over there pretending and then it explodes one day in reality when it could have been taken care of if a when that time would have came he would have said well this isn't fair this is what bothers me and da 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 because then i could have stepped a different way not saying I would have changed completely because like I said, I'm in the public eye, but because I know my man is sensitive to certain things, there's certain things that I'm just not going to do or I'm going to be cautious doing because I know he's hot tempered about it. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to uh, not be this way. It's not for me not to be considerate of his feelings because those are his feelings until he feels in a safe place with me because I don't know what he's been through before. You know, I'm a woman. I, I don't carry baggage. I've never had baggage. I've never been cheated on. So I meet these men it's very hard for them too because a lot of men want women to have problems because they it, it's more of them to to be easier viewed as the man. You know what I'm saying? Because they can fix little shit. Like I'm just gonna say if I'm a single mom and I and I don't have money to go to get my nails done or I don't have money to get my nails done, take care of my kid and do groceries. 
I meet a dude and he buys groceries. He's done the minimum of things that should be done already. You understand? Mm-hmm. I definitely so he, so he don't have he don't have shit that you know. Oh, I didn't bought this bitch groceries. I'm 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 the king. I'm no, the No, you're not. That's basic. He think he the provider for sure. Right. So <laughs> I have to do anything because the need is so great. So the the most the minimum thing is taken care of. So when it's sometimes it's better for a dude to 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 I hate to say it, to be a captain saver hoe than just meet somebody that doesn't have any type of emotional baggage or any type of um any type of emotional damage or anything like that. And just let's just like let's just meet each other and whatever flaws we have, you know, work on it from there. But no, nah, niggas people don't want to do that because they're scared. You know, I don't I don't know that fear. I'm very open and very honest. So I can't say I really know that fear. We need more people in the world like you for sure. <laughs> I like I know that I'm upfront and open, but some things uh I kind of hold back from myself, you know, as a woman. Some things I do like like what I said earlier. Now I got guys who, like I said, like and you and you said, yeah, maybe some of them are playing a game. Now I'm afraid to open up because I got one guy, he on some big boy sh- like, you know, the conversation has been had about marriage, but it's awkward and uncomfortable for me to have that conversation, that, that adult conversation, because I'm, I don't 100% feel the same way. Like, I, well, then, you know, that's you, you know, that's like the first step. I mean, you know, that is definitely not him is you and your fear of commitment. So there's nothing wrong with just saying to him, listen, let me tell you something. I really want to do this in my head but right now something is saying no and i can't do it and well, either bear I with me him, i told him i need to take baby steps <laughs> <laughs> i said um, no i mean i'm like that like they hate it i get cursed out on a daily basis it's like oh, you just want to be a text buddy i don't know what you want to call it but this is where i'm at right now i'm not explaining shit i don't have a reason <laughs> but this is just where i want to be i want to sit and i want to go back and forth on this date site until otherwise if you don't fucking like it, keep it moving, whatever. Like, I'm not sacrificing how I am. Now, if I meet somebody and, and I grow into them and they grow into me, once again, that comes in with consideration. You know, this person, you know, okay, you deal with somebody that doesn't like smoke. They're not saying you can't smoke around them. But if you're being considerate and you fuck with this person, guess what you're not going to do? You're not going to smoke around them. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing of... Because they said don't smoke or because they don't like it or some type of limitation. It's all about consideration. We're in an era where there's a fine, there's a thin line between a lot of things, you know? And that's that's one of them. If you know that it's you, then, you know, first off, you maybe shouldn't talk to anybody that's looking for something serious. Because that weighs you down. That's not where you want to be right now. Fear limits a lot of things. You can, you can... Bump into plenty of people that don't want to be in a committed relationship, but it's nothing but an open conversation and you being honest, you know, like you've done with yourself and then being honest with that person, you know, mm-hmm. don't place. I think, I think when you aren't honest with yourself, you aren't, that's the first limitation that you put in over whatever union you might be trying to have, even if it's just a basic friendship, you know, like I said, you're not supposed to have secrets, um, you're not supposed to. I, I don't even know what it is to fear anybody that I lay down with. I don't care what it is. If I have a, a, a extra titty that grows under my arm every other month, that person is going to know about it like within three minutes of them meeting me because they're going to say, why are you single? I'm going to say I might be single because I got a third titty that grow under my arm every other month. And see how they take it. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, see. OK, so it's more. Yeah. OK, so them. Is what I mean when, and I remember you said uh, at a a conference or something, and and the, the topic about rejection came about. So that's a great example of rejection, but also that's a great example of being open and honest, as well as having an adult conversation and talking about the demons all in one. So I, I feel like that's a great example for people like me, you know, who have a problem with commitment or facing their fears or, you know, facing my fears is, you know, what I'm calling my, you know, being rejected from the other person because yeah, those uncomfortable conversations 
let a person really get the feel and and begin to want to learn who you really are. Well, I, just wanted, I mean, before you even get that deep, it's just it's just the it's just the opportunity for that person to see if this is something they want to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, like I tell people, I'm a I'm also a U.S. Army veteran, so I suffer from PTSD. So, you know, if if you're ashamed of it, then it's not for you. When I, I had a second um, surgery this past February, and uh, well, last February, and uh, trying to talk to somebody, you know, and and you know, I just put it out there just to see what they would say. I said, "Well, I have a walker." I didn't explain to them that it was temporary because you don't have to do all of that. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, I have a walker, and they was like, "Oh, you can't." I was like, "Yeah." So if you saw me walking down the street, and you were with your friends. I said, if you saw me walking down the street and you were with your friends, um, I'm with my walker. I said, would you acknowledge me? And they said, well, I will call you on the phone. I said, what the fuck? Oh, I said, explain. Man. That's another thing. Don't jump to conclusions. I, I said, explain. He said, well, I wouldn't yell out the window and then I would call you on the phone. You know what I'm saying? To let you know that I saw you. I said, but you wouldn't stop the car or anything and, and acknowledge me in front of your people. He said, nah, guess what? I didn't talk to him no more. Yeah, okay, so that's a great, another great example. I didn't feel shame. So, I can't feel shame about, why would you feel something, if you if you feel shame, if somebody says something to you and you take it as shame or rejection, you have to find out why you feel rejection off of it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It, at, that, at that time, I could have felt rejected, but then you think about what's the base of the rejection? Because this nigga don't, is a, his shame is supposed to make me feel like I've been rejected. No, I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to shame myself. I'm just going to cut it off because I already know that person is not considerate of me, and they're not mm-hmm. going to be. Right. I told this guy last night. I was just bored, and I was just being playful. I told him I. Was... <laughs> I mean, I mean, but, I mean but you have to do. I just wanted to see what he was going to say and how he was going to react to it because he was trying to give me this, you know, do a video chat and shit, and I was just like, "Can we text?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, but you have to do that to test. see what people's minds at mm-hmm. because people get into these these physical relationships and they are emotionally detached. You know, they are socially dis- detached. There's nothing going on except a physical, uh, and not even physical in the sense of essence. It has to be a, a a penetration. It has to be a physical penetration for them to do anything. I met one guy and he was basically like, oh. Before we even have a conversation, basically, the way I took it, he needed to fuck. And I was like, you need to do that before you have a conversation. Oh, well, then, you know, I, listen, I'm on a seven-day rotation, baby. I, they don't last seven days, some of them. Sometimes, some of them get a pass, but most of them don't last um, seven days. You know, and like I said, in my third book, Secrets of a Happy Marriage, that's what I talk about, facing your fears together. I just don't understand how we're going into this age um, still. Like you have domestic violence, you have all these things going on. Why are we still in the day and age where we are just going into shit blind and we are keeping secrets from ourselves? It's not even the other person. What that person eat don't make you shit. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're in a marriage, your love should not be based on how your husband loves you. Right. Your love should be based on the love you have for yourself. And then the love that you exude from that, you put onto him. Now, whether he receives it or he rejects your love, that's something different. That's the next step, a next step that you might have to think about or whatever. But initially, your love is coming from how you love yourself and how you view love. If you love somebody based on how you love how they love you, you're setting yourself up. That's just like people, you know, with that saying, oh, support me and I'll support you. Well, if you got to go like that, then that means you might not support a lot of people because a lot mm-hmm. of people won't support you just because you support them. You have to support people because you genuinely fuck with their movement or you want them to win. Exactly. That's the, exactly <laughs> everything you saying is the truth. And it's a I learning know, lesson for me too, though. Everything you saying is like some of the shit out that you're saying, I kind of needed to hear for me to self-analyze and reevaluate some of the shit that I'm doing. <laughs> so it's not, you know, and I'm sure other people may be like, oh damn, you know. Damn, I need to look at myself in the mirror. She right. You know, a lot of stuff you're saying I can attest to because I'm guilty of it or that, you know, and I was naive of it, you know, and, and, and I, you can just tell you've grown a lot. 
from experiences. You can just hear it. You can just tell it's some strength there in your voice. You could just say you know, a lot of people say that, you know, it is. Thank you. But a lot of it is just I'm passionate, you know, mm-hmm. and it, right. It's not that I've gone through, but, you know, the things that I talk about, I really haven't gone through. My books are about being happy without having to be sad first. You know, oh, I'm the type oh. of person like I don't believe that everybody, only the people that have these tragic stories can get on because they have a don't get me wrong i'm at a point you know where i can't be playful anymore now i have to tell my veteran story but before before i get to that you know other than that i don't have any i'm not going to make any situation that i've been in even if it was negative because my mind is so positive it's a positive situation i don't know it was a negative situation and nobody can tell me it was a negative situation you know, when me and my husband first got together before we were husband and wife and we were just baby father and baby mother, you know, <clears throat> it came a point where he was like, he didn't want to be a family when my, when my oldest son was like four months or whatever. And it, it, it wasn't for me to be like, I hate you or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody else was like, oh, it's messed up. It's fucked up. But I didn't see it like that because I had a man tell me that. You know, it takes time. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer for men to get on board with their responsibilities. And you can't make no man ready quicker than he's ready. And number three, a man won't be ready until he knows his purpose. And he don't know his purpose until he done met and talked to God. Mm-hmm. So there was, once again, we go back to the fact there was no need for me to feel like there was something wrong with me or my son that we did something wrong. No, nigga, that's you. And I still got to be a mom. Two fingers. I'll see you when you catch up. But there was no, there was never a time where any of my hardships that I that that I looked at it as a hardship, even with me with a publishing company, a lot of people say, oh, that's a hard job. No, there's challenges, it's like everything, but there's nothing hard, honey. I didn't ask God to put anything on me hard because I, I I don't think I could bear that. You know, I don't I don't I don't want to say that my life has been hard. If anything, there are challenges which it should be because just like with games, how else are you going to level up if you don't go through obstacles? Mm, that's a, mm, I like that. Even, mm. You know, so you don't think of it. Negative thought um, equals negative action. And I say that through mm-hmm. all of my books. You know, even with the mistress book, I got a lot of flack when that book first came out. Oh, you out here telling people, I'm actually not telling anybody how to be a mistress. I don't know how to tell anybody how to be with nobody else's man. Okay. I can't even tell you how I was with my man. That's why my books are more of how they are formatted and they're not stories because what is me telling you a story about my husband, me and my husband, what is that going to do for you and your husband? Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't model your marriage after my marriage. It's your own experience. It's your own experience. However, I can tell you what kept me in my experience. You know, I can, I can tell you what kept me with a smile on my face. I can tell you why I, I can proudly say I've never been cheated on. I can tell you why I proudly let you know that I let my husband get his dick sucked by somebody else while I was his wife because I wasn't doing it. I can probably tell you all these things and, I, and it, it sounds, you know, like strength or whatever, but it's just passion. And I'm so, and it's, and it's a sincerity that this is like, this is real life. It don't have to be, you know, whatever you choose, just be confident in it. You know, be confident in whatever, whatever choice, whatever title, whatever it is you choose to do, However you do it, just be confident in it. Don't let nobody come back and, and, and take that from you, your decision. You know, that's how I live my life. Amen. So I don't know if it's strength. You know, it might be pettiness. I don't know. I, I haven't figured it out yet. But <laughs> I don't think it's pettiness at all. I, I do think it's passion and sincerity. But I still think that it's strength. And, and it's just like, it's because it's confidence. And it, and you know, right. oh, yes. and, and it's something that you know. You like you said, you don't believe in being sad and then being happy first. So, like I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all in as a learning lesson for myself. Like you're like my teacher right now. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, and, and a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, shucks, like, like we need to we need to download this book on our kindle on our tablets we need to check out this on amazon like a lot of people going to be like let me go ahead and you know do some research on the conservative for let me go ahead and check out miss noella Faye. like 
okay, you know. The service for <laughs> media personality, and I mean, I'm all over, you know, when I am being the conservative for, I am doing media or a blog or, you know, this is what I'm doing now. When I'm doing publishing, it is strictly Sister Lady Friend. That's the name of my publishing company. And um, it's a message behind that. And nothing that I have or attach myself to, me personally, is not without a message. Um, Sister Lady Friend is my publishing company, like I said, and it stands for, you know, we are sisters to those that we are not blood to. We are ladies that our families look up to, and we are friends in the communities that we thrive, strive, and live in. And that goes to that, you know, women in general wear a lot of hats. But as women of color, we have to understand that America was built on the backs of Black backs, our blood, and our cream milk, you know, and that is just how we are. Women, we we have raised this world on both races, on all races. You know, if you look back in history, it's always been that every race has sucked on a black woman's titty. <laughs> we have not sucked on you. You, you go back, you haven't sense. seen black women. You haven't you haven't seen any black children sucking on white women. They didn't even think, matter of fact, back in those days, the reason why there were so many women that did not breastfeed because they thought that was a poor woman's feature. So once again, we're going back to mistresses. Mistresses weren't just there to fuck your husband. A lot of times back in those days, the mistresses was to keep the goddamn marriage together. And so, I've been told that years ago, I, I, you know, used to fool around with this guy and he told me I brought him closer and I, and it was a kind of a turn off for me. At first it was like a challenge, like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm screwing this guy and it's awesome. And he calling my name and he's saying all these compliments and saying all these great things. But then when he told me that it kind of turned me away. And, you well, know, I mean, that's what it's supposed to do. Did you not, that's not your man. Do you feel yeah, what I'm saying? It's like, that's what my first book about was about. And a lot of women were upset because they wanted they wanted the book to be messy. They wanted it to be like, mm-hmm. oh, yes, no, I'm telling you how to fuck somebody and send them home. Mm-hmm. And you will go about your life as well if that's what you're going to do. You know, I'm not saying go seek out married men. I don't know how you do that either, because if you seek out my husband, I'm going to beat your ass. Now, that's the difference between somebody purposely stalking, and there are women that do that, purposely sit mm-hmm. and go play where married yeah, that's, men that's narcissistic. It's narcissist. That's yeah, crazy, that's, crazy. That's, there that's, are women that's like that. Right there. I'm not doing that. Like, you know, I did enjoy that moment he and I had for the time frame that it lasted. Um, and but I wasn't, wasn't, for you. I wasn't it was emotionally for him. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I said, but it wasn't for you. It was yeah, for I him. Was, yeah, well, for him, and I, and, and there was already no emotions involved on neither person. Of course, not for him because he was in a relationship. He was involved with someone that I'm sure he cared about. But and, and when he said that, it just made me open my eyes. <laughs> really yeah, it's like a shock value. I mean, that's good because it puts you back in your place. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it puts you back in your place. You know, and that, like I said, that's what book one is about. Like keeping yourself in check at all times because we just won't do it. Um, we we won't check ourselves. You know, that's one of the first rules of the book. You know, after you get the after you get the four one one and you check on him and what he got going on, check yourself. Like this is gonna be another time before you decide to get in deep with dealing with somebody that is married. Mm-hmm. And you know, and uh, you know, if you go back and you look in. At another scene that I have with Miss Miss Shante, um, shout out to her. Um, she really blew the book as far as the TV status um, with the interviews, what have you. And we have an episode where I'm on one of her podcasts, and um, we are going through the cheating and all that. And I make the statement: you can't be cheated on. And you know, she says, "Well, it, it, it's it's kind of impossible for." you know, for you to say that. And I said, no, I said, because even in dealing with a mistress situation, like it's all about you being honest with yourself. Like there is no goal for a real mistress because number one, nine times out of 10, if it's a real situation, you won't know this man is married right away. And he's really good with his shit. So you won't have a way, but once you find out, you can make a decision. And once you make that decision, you have to know what you're getting into. And like I said, it's not for you 
or you to do with, you know, you go all on the gossip sites now. All you see is what? Bitches messing with these celebrities. Mm-hmm. They get with these celebrities just, just to expose them. Mm-hmm. Or even if you want to take it to a higher level with the transgenders. And I don't, I say this respectfully. Um, I don't want to offend anybody on my platform or yours. I say this respectfully. Like even with the transgenders, they meet and they don't, they, they don't meet these guys just to meet them to have a good time. They meet them, they make them vulnerable, and then they take something that's sacred or supposed to, that's private or intimate, and they blast it all over. What's the joy in it? Yeah, my shit need to be you know, 20 what, minutes. What's, you what's, and what's the joy in it? Oh, yeah, because everybody don't need to know everything. The joy in it for them, they think they're going to get a check for telling the story to, to these yeah, amazing platforms you know, out here, but at the end, they still themselves too. In the river. They you know, that's why a lot of them end up in the river. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I genuinely, uh, you know, was reaching out to you. And then, like I said, everybody don't cheat because some shit just not right. You know, I have one guy, you know, like just your story a little bit. His wife didn't know how to be a damn wife. She wanted to be a man and he just wanted to be a man in his own right. So that's all I was is to make him feel like a man. And that wasn't that wasn't much. But his wife was taking his manhood like. We got to stop as women. We got to stop and realize what we are doing, you know, not only to ourselves, but to our men, our families, and it all in the big, the bigger circle affects the community. Yeah, we need you to know, be more sensitive and be women. We definitely need to be more sensitive to our counterparts, especially, you know, black men, they just go through a lot. I mean, black people in general go through a lot, but black men have a hard time. They will kill a black man quicker than they will kill a black woman. And those are some things we have to think about. Absolutely. You know? And I don't I don't know. But you know, everybody can find me. You always can hit me up, Destiny, if you need, you know, some advice. I'm all over the place, it's Noella Faye, or like I said, the conservative four. You can find me through one of those links and I'll pop right up. Or you can just type in the happy mistress and you know, I'm here. I do give advice. I do spiritual readings here and there. I'm just all over the place. It's just so much of me. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Noella Faye, everyone. Thank you guys for joining me on Open Your Ears podcast. You guys, please feel free to also check Miss Noella Faye. She also has a podcast at the Conservative Whore via Anchor FM. You all have a great day and thank you again. Thank you, Destiny. Have a good night, everybody.